How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I just want to give a huge shout out to Anchor. Um, it is an amazing app, an amazing platform. Personally, it is what I use to get my podcast out, and it just makes the job so, so, so much easier. It distributes it out for you, and it has its own presets, its own transitions, its own sound, and its own background music. So if you're looking to do podcasts and get into that, I say you go on, get into it, try it out, and see how you like it. Let's get into the show. Let's get into this riddle of the week. So, David has a dad. And David's dad has three sons. Snap, Crackle, and Whip. Now, you already know how this goes if you done did it before. Give you 10 seconds. And do your Googles, do what you got to do. And look it up real quick. It's not that hard. David's father has three sons. Snap, Crackle, and Whip. Got it yet? I hope so, because time is up. Alright, so David's father has three sons. What are their names? Snap, Crackle, and David. Come on, I know you had to know that. Uh, let's get into the show. Prophets, my fellow kings and queens, man, this is your constituent, your compadre, cousin of many, son to a couple, you feel me? Your boy Darian Cooper, 24-year-old Louisiana native from Louisiana, you feel me? Um Yeah, man. I, I you already know how this go, you know. If you don't listen to a couple episodes, you know how the routine is and how it go. But yeah, man, I, I like the bigger things in life. Like, for example, this desk that I put up myself from Target. The fun fact about this desk is I still haven't I still haven't got the um, the drawer in. Yes, like the drawer that you, for the desk that you put things in, it will, it will not go in. If you can help me with this, I would greatly appreciate that. Hit me up on Instagram, DM me, email me or something because I just don't care no more. This drawer been sitting out for about two months and I just accepted that and I'm okay with that. But I also like the smaller things in life, like this lamp that I bought from Target that holds my essential oils. It has a charger port for the USB as well as a plug-in for your block. It is unmatched and I probably spent about 15 bucks on it. So yeah, man, let's get into the show. All right, all right. So... Let's get into our current events today. Um, yeah, Dr. Dre alleged mistress to testify in divorce court. So let's dig into a little bit more details with that. Uh, it's three women um, that have been ordered to testify in divorce in a divorce case. Um, the women didn't want to, but it was ruled that they actually had to, or else they would be deposed. So his wife had basically wanted them to be summoned in court to testify against, you know, for the divorce, the sake of the divorce and the prenup. Um, me personally, I have my own views and thoughts and feelings up on marriage. Uh, I don't have anything wrong with it. I don't know particularly if I'm ever going to get married and it's not coming from a sense of me just, you know, uh, still having a mindset of being a little boy and being physically attracted and lusting after anything that comes across me, that's not the standpoint of it. Most females probably think that it, what it is, but I go in detail and explain that. Um, it's just, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm willing to have the conversation if if, if, if you uh, pre- present a good uh, intro for it. 
But yeah, man, um, big ups to Dr. Dre. He's a legend. He's a billionaire, a black billionaire at that. And he got it from the ground up. So I truly support him in this. Um, I hope it all comes out and it reaches a sense of peace. And everybody, it's a win-win. So everybody get, you know, what they need and what they're supposed to. Um, let's move on. It was a New York Post reporter uh, got dragged for publishing publishing a story on the homes that DMX has lost since him being famous. So the New York Times reporter, her name is Sarah Painter. Um, like I said, she wrote an article for the New York Times titled DMX and the houses that he lost in his rap career. Why? I do not understand why people try to capitalize uh, on the misfortune of others. It really pisses me off because, I mean, there's plenty of other ways that you can get revenue and find there's plenty of other things that's lucrative. But yet you want to find and be a vulture like on Call of Duty or a real life vulture. Take things while people are down or when they're in the condition of dying. I don't I don't like that. I don't support that. And it really it really rubs me the wrong way. Um yeah, she says in the article um, that Earl Simmons was complicated and he had an unstable life. So one thing I want to expound on that is uh, Miss Sarah Painter, life is complicated. I don't know if you find that out, but apparently if you're trying to shoot for these low fucking stories, then yeah, you see how complicated life is because you're not just, you, you're trying to capitalize on the pain of others and hurt people hurt people, pain just get redistributed. So I imagine that you have some sense of not giving a F and you just, you don't care. You have to have some sort of empathy. But no, you look for money. You 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 seeing dollar bills. And I think you got some trauma and some pain that you need to work on because, you know, poss- quite possibly your life is complicated right now. But I send you nothing but love. Um. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, she was talking about how he was undergoing multiple foreclosures and he has debt issues and also his real estate portfolio um, and how it's a tragedy. So um, what I like to deem is painter, um, like I say, whenever I speak about somebody, even when I, they even when they don't have a, you know, a pleasant taste in my mouth. Uh, I still give you respect, but uh, I like to call Miss Sarah Painter uh, attention merchant. It's one of the books that I'm reading. I highly suggest everybody or whoever's listening to this to go get the book. It'll help give you a leg up on everything that's going on around us with this social media age. Um, basically, to go in detail, an attention merchant is a someone that harvests on human attention and resells it back to advertisers. So basically, you looking to create the most attention possible, basically with everything that's going on, right? Crazy, huh? Yeah, you're trying to create as much attention as possible, whether it's positive or negative, in order to get the most monetary gain, you know? So it could be in the, the best interest of somebody or not. You, It doesn't matter. That's what attention merchants do. Okay, let's move on. Uh, there was the first black... The first black coach of the University of North Carolina, Mr. Hubert Davis, randomly says in his video, in his, excuse me, he randomly said in his press conference of him, you know, his uh, his uh, introductory rep press conference that he was proud to have a white wife and he's proud that his wife is white. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't have anything wrong with him saying the statement, but I mean... What is the um? What is what is the significance of the situ? Like, what significance does it pose to the situation? Is my question. Does it have anything to do with uh, you know, your situation? But you do have freedom of speech and your opinion. So um, yeah. Um, what really 
boggled my mind was not that what he said in the interview was that the fact that it's only been 26 percent. It's only 26 percent of all Division One programs have an actual black head coach um, in basketball. And he's the fourth African-American coach to be at the University of North Carolina. That will really boggles my mind even more. Um, yeah, that kind of threw me for a loop. Um, the thing about it, though, he didn't give her name. He just said, I love my white wife or I'm glad my wife. I'm proud to have a white wife. I mean, if you're going to be proud of her, at least give the woman a name. Now, like my OG said, um, I don't know already talked about, but now only people just going to recognize her as hey. There's there's white wife like you should have gave her a name dog so now she kind of has that label on and you kind of gave a you kind of did a disservice you know in some sense um yeah so all right so let's get to the meat of the current events uh, we all know about DMX and I just want y'all to say a prayer for the um the king before I get into this because I mean as we all know DM like DMX excuse me gives nothing but uh, praise, love, and glory. Um, especially when he when he goes around and he um, he prays amongst uh, people. So I know y'all done seen videos about that, and I just ask that you know just send a big one, a big nice you know prayer up for him. Um, give him the same love that he gives everybody else. Um, so yeah, DMX is in grave condition um, in the ICU. Um, they says he has little brain function, a little brain function. Um, and that his fiance, mother, and his kids has been allowed to visit him. Um, some say that he's in a vegetable state. Some say that he has brain activity. So um, they also said that the Rough Riders, the I can't, I don't know if it was really his, his uh, I don't really know what you would call, but the the group that he's tied to, Rough Riders Motorcycle Club, is paying a tribute to the king. So. I just ask that you send a prayer up for DMX and keep him in your prayers and his family as well and send your condolences. So, all right, let's keep moving on. All right, so the thing for this show is going to be um, just the, the simple idea of minding the business that pays you. Uh, where this and I got this idea from today is um apparently I found my new wife or the one that I want to marry because <laughs> instantly when I like not even like just from a, a visual aspect but just from like a, a mental it's just something I don't know man and I was talking to somebody about this the other day and I'm gonna get back on topic trust me but I was talking to somebody about it the other day and I don't know if I like females or women who just are completely submissive like it's cool and all don't get me wrong some men you know go for that but i like you know some that's like a little more like basically because i'm a kind of an aggressive guy and i can get very aggressive not like you know from a physical standpoint you know but just my attitude my demeanor my mentality i can be somewhat ing aggressive and intimidate not even realizing that because i'm not just a big guy anyways but yeah apparently to some people i can be somewhat aggressive and intimidating so i need somebody who's going to Meet that, meet that match and that, you know, that bump, that fire. So, man, instantly when I just saw her charisma and her, um, her mentality, it just drew me in. So yeah, y'all, I don't find my wife who I want to marry. Her name is Star Brim. She's also, she's also a real one. I just say that she, she's a real one. Like, <laughs> you'll see, you'll see if you go check out. But yeah, um, yeah, she had said something that uh really resonated with me was mind the business that pays you. 
I think this is really important because it's a lot of us that sniffing other people fucking trash can when our shit still stank and we ain't took our trash out. I don't support that. I think you should. That, that's my thing is getting yourself together, getting your getting your house straight before you step off the porch to go to somebody else's houses. It's too many people who houses got foreclosure signs on it, but yet they chilling at somebody else's house. Why aren't you at work? Why aren't you getting yourself together? I don't understand that. Like, how can you just like be okay with not having your stuff together, but be worried about somebody else? It doesn't make sense to me because my thing is you still got to come back to that. You still got to smell that trash can at night. You know, when you go to sleep, if you ain't taking it out. It's going to be roaches, it's going to be bugs, raccoons, it's going to be things that's coming to get that trash if you don't get rid of it. And that's on you. You can't blame that on nobody. So my thing is like, why not get yourself taken care of, stay to yourself, and then possibly you can care about what other people got going. Because in reality, what is that really doing for you? In reality, what is that really doing for you? Caring about what other people got going on. I know what it does. Trust me, I know what it does. When you... Looking for an outlet or you can't find a place to basically, um, you've been taking BS, BS, BS all day, all week, all month. You need a place to unwind, to, to let that energy go, you know? And some people go to gossip pages, the shade room. Some people go to social media and they mess. Some people like that mess and talk about it amongst their friends. And it also makes them feel better because they see other people is doing horrible and they doing bad. And now that makes them feel like, okay, they know better than me. It's something that that's called insecure. They have some insecurity about them. They have, you know, and I, I, I just don't get it. But yeah, um, see, my thing is, listen, and I've never been that type of person, but what I had to realize was instead of taking that, instead of bringing your attention to something that's not adding value to your life, because I'm not about that. Add it, do something that's adding value to your life. So whether that's meditating, taking a walk, working out, reading a book, finding something that you're interested in, you know, from an artistic standpoint, whether it's painting or, or drawing or doing photography, videography, documenting stuff, like do find something that you're passionate about and be enraptured in that instead of like the negative stuff that stuff it just doesn't make sense to me but like i say man mind the business that pays you if that's not paying you why are you minding it why why does it capture your attention why do you care about it if you're not getting no money from it because in reality you're really losing money because you could really be doing something right now and finessing and running that bag up and creating another source of income but yet you you ain't even worried about money you worried about somebody else's money now they making money guess what because they got your attention and now they selling that back to the advertisers that's what attention merchants do so now you not only losing money but you giving them money even the people that you don't like that hate that you administering and try to distribute to them you still giving them money more money than what you got so yeah that's the theme of the show. That's uh that's my little not really not really a rant, but it's like really more of like a like um passing on. Passing on the wisdom and the knowledge that I get to help others. I don't know how many people it's gonna hit. I mean for for all I care, it could hit ten, one. But as long as that one it changes their lives and get them, you know, going in the right direction, and I'm cool with that, bro. Like I'm cool with that. Alright, so let's get to the song of the week. The song of the week is Time Flies by Bum B on his album Trill Static featuring Big Crit and Takeeb Kwali. Um, all those rappers are my favorite rappers personally. They are all dope to me. Bum B is actually a professor at the University of Rice and he teaches about I don't I forgot. I should have looked it up before, but he teaches about 
music and goes more in detail on it. It has a better terminology, but right now I can't give it because um, I should have did the research before. Big Crit is an OG and he's a beast. Um, if he if you haven't looked him up and you love down south music, he's from Mississippi and he unapologetically said at it, you know, and repped that in his music, and now I love that. Um, but yeah, Crit means king remembered in time. I don't know, but yeah, Big Crit, yeah, he's a very dope person, and to keep to to leave, excuse me, to leave quietly, it's a tongue twister. Is just, you know, he's a legendary underground MC. Um, not really underground, kind of like he's, yeah, he is underground. Uh, not a lot of people, a lot of people do know him, hundreds of thousands, of course, but not, he's not mainstream. You know, he's not uh, in the industry, like talking about. But he do he does have his own podcast called, um, dang, I forgot what it's called. Some, some to the people. But yeah, I think y'all should check that out. Um, yeah, so that's the song of the week. But um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's the song of the week. Right, and the book of the week is the autobiography of Malcolm X. Now, I personally don't have this book, but like I say, I make book of the weeks of even books I've read. I have already read or ones that I want to read. So this is a book that's on the queue that's coming. Um, Yes, I heard somebody talk about this book today, and I think it's just an amazing book that every human being should come across and read. Because nowadays we do have the cancel culture and they don't give you a chance to live and, and, and learn from your mistakes. Um, they instantly put your head on the chopping block and they don't want nothing else to do with you because they act like uh, we aren't fallible creatures and we're not going to make mistakes, which uh, we all know that's uh, BS. So, yeah, the autobiography of Malcolm X. I watched the documentary of Malcolm X and it's just because he goes from being red, you know, known as Red X or Red to being Malcolm. He had to make that transformation. He the how the way he became he was resisting that he didn't want to be that person but then it just kept coming and tenfold and tenfold and when god has a plan for your life you can no longer block that you're not supposed to at least you you if you really receptive to the message and you won't change and you tired of the same ways then there you go so yeah this is a great book um i also fun fact i didn't know that they called him satan in prison because he was such a he was such a bad person a difficult person so yeah like i say People change, things change, and yeah, so lifetime time goes on and you know, life goes on. So yeah, that's the book of the week. Alright, now I do have some ending remarks to end the show. So, um, just to expound on the topic of what I said, mind the business that pays you, um, that my wife started grim and said, I'm gonna speak it into existence because it's gonna happen. Um, I don't care if y'all believe me or not. Um, but yeah. Mind the business that pays you. The reason you should mind the business that pays you, because if you consistently looking back, you're going to trip trying to go forward. You can't even see where you're going. So why are you worried about what everybody else got going? If you stay, you know, to your path and pay attention and just keep moving forward, what you got going on, you don't understand how much progress you're going to have. And then in reality, you gonna end up having people that's going to be gossiping about you like you got somebody other people. So now it's a win win if you like that type of stuff. But yeah, um. Like I say, man, I'm going to leave y'all with a couple closing remarks, a couple things that keep me straight on the path that I have to consistently tell myself. And I like hearing it. And it's just a reminder, a reset. And it's kind of like, it's a refreshing. So um, you have unlimited content for the rest of your life. So don't try to be somebody else. Be you. If you try to be somebody else, that is a for a limited time only. What happens? God, God uh, forbid that person perishes. Now what you going to do? You're trying to be that person. Now what you going to do? What you gonna do? You, you ain't you don't know because you're not being yourself. You're trying to jack somebody else's stilo. That's not that's not gonna work, bro. You're not gonna live the most fruitful life that you can if you're trying to do that. Um I always remember when people hate on you, they're telling their story, they're projecting on you. 
If they're telling you that you can't do something, that means that they can't fathom themselves doing it. So they try to redistribute that doubt onto you, you know, and I hope you all understand how projection works. People tell you something to you, but it's really about them because in reality, you had no thought or you had you had no conscious thought of that at all. So now they try to put that in your mind because that's in their mind. Okay, that's how that works. Don't worry about if somebody tells you you can't do that just because they can't imagine themselves doing that. That's what it is. You know, once you understand that, you'll be better. Don't take anything personal. Don't take anything personal that anybody has to say. Because, I mean, it's just that that's that's has any that that's them. That has nothing to do with you. You have to understand we all live our own distinct reality. Sometimes it gets distorted. We all live our own distinct reality. That's personal for us. OK, it's, it's tailor made for us. So how is somebody else going to tell you something about you? You got to understand that, bro. Kids keep doing you and keep moving forward. Um. Also, coming to an individual with the same aggressive energy won't or it doesn't work. Um, try to lead with love because sometimes that's all they need. Because sometimes if you try to go with that aggressive energy, what happens if they match that energy? And yeah, now, now you now you drew back because you didn't think that was going to do that. And you weren't really trying to go there. Now they're trying to even go even farther than what you was trying to act like you was going to do. All right. So just remember, man, if somebody's being really, really difficult, whether it's a kid, your your loved one, a friend, a foe, whatever, just lead with love. Be like, hey, man, listen, I love you and I'm here for you, man. Whatever you need. Simple as that. And walk away. Done. Boom. Because in reality, all they want is a negative reaction for you. It was one time where I was upset and I was upset at my mom. Not even upset at my mom, but I was just mad. This is when I just came out my... This is a little story. Came out my AT... This is when I tore my ACL and I was taking... That's why I don't take fucking pharmaceutical pills because it had me doing... It had me suicidal thoughts. Had me other shit. I couldn't boo-boo. But yeah, anyways, back to the point. TMI. So yeah, it had me suicidal thoughts. Um, And I had... I think I had just came back from California. I think I'm getting my story all messed up. But anyways, there was one time where I just came back from California and I was a really difficult child. I don't know if y'all know that. But yes, I was a really difficult person. This is the reason I'm so calm now, because most of the time, um, the most people, the most peaceful people went through the most pain. OK, I went through a lot of pain, a lot of stuff. So, yeah, I was just like, man, I'm going back. I'm going back, man. I'm going back to California. I don't know why I'm here. And she was like, OK, send me a text. OK, I was like, I'm leaving. Like, I'm gone. OK. I wasn't really going to go like and when she told me that it instantly took all the power. Like I was like, well, um, let me just sit my ass down and just shut up. So, yeah, sometimes that's all it is, bro. Simple. Don't even lead into what they lead into. I can tell you from experience. OK, I'm a changed person. Don't try to pin that on me. Whatever. I'm a changed person. If you do, I will. Um, and there was this one thing that the legend Steve Stout said is a rational belief in yourself plus a rational persistence. Plus, a rational understanding of perfection leads to success, okay? So, you have to have some, you have to have a somewhat, not even like, it's it's not like a, um, how can I explain it? You have to, have, you have to like trick your mind because sometimes your mind will even, you know, test you and be like, nah, you can't do it because it's, other people going to get in your mind. Like I said, don't worry about what other people got to say to you. This all ties in. Don't worry about that. It's trying to project that on you. All right. Then you end up projecting on somebody else. If you if you take what they give don't take that. You ain't got to take what they give. All right. Just because they say it don't mean it's true. I want you to understand, too, people, just because somebody says something don't mean it's true. You know, they got things in textbooks in college in textbooks that are wrong. 
do you do you not understand that? It was one of my homeboys who's an engineer, and he pointed out to the professor that, hey, professor, this not right. He was like, no. He looked at it. Professor checked. Oh, you're right. This ain't right. And they had to correct that, bro. Textbooks in fine print. Things that are in fine print don't mean they're 100% accurate and they're right, okay? You just have to question everything and do your own research. I want you to do that. But yeah, man, um, this is the end of the podcast. Uh, like I said, I hope y'all took something from this and got something from it. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week, your weekend. And this is just one thing in, um, in memory of DMX that I want to do because it was a prayer that he said. And I just want to say it at the end of my show on Fridays for the weekend so we can have a blessed weekend and we, we can be covered. So, um, Father God, we thank you for gathering our souls. The word says that when two or more gather in your name, that you are in the presence. And we thank you for your presence. We ask that your grace and blessings are a part of this show. Um, we call life. We pray that any obstacle that plans to place, excuse me, we pray that any obstacle that plans to place any anarchy in our life be removed in the name of Jesus. We pray that we are in no fightings, no stabbings, no shootings, no arrests, no drunk drivings, no altercations or incidents whatsoever. If we are able to bring, if we are able to touch one person, one person, for your name's sake, for your glory, we should have done something wonderful with our lives. The word says one prayer will save a thousand. Two prayers will save 10,000. But we ask to touch many more. Make every set of two people touch 10,000 people. We humble ourselves before you, Lord. We praise your name and give you the glory. We praise your name and give you the glory. We thank you, Father, for just being able to to be here this evening in each person's company. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Like I say, man, if y'all was seeing a prayer up to DMX, um, I just would appreciate it. So hope y'all have a blessed day, a blessed week, and I will see you next time. Peace.